Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Romp past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peacing out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. everybody and welcome in to the 140th episode of the Penny Bloom podcast. Tis I, Colton Robertson, and you are back for Mutants Monthly, the Halloween Spooktacular, and I would be joined by no one else but Aurora Carter. What's up? Hey, what's up? Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy to have you here. And uh it's it's a fun episode. It's it's the funnest episode we've had we've had slated. I knew this one was always going to be fun. We're talking the best X Men costume design across all comic book media, and uh, and we're gonna give some horror X Men recommendations at the end for what uh, comics to check out and stuff. Uh, but yeah, I'm ready to talk costume design because X Men, objectively for me, has always presented, uh a wild collection of costumes and looks they're trotting out there. And uh, they've gone with the more, we're all going to rock the same thing. We're going to be uniform. And then they've also gone giant size where everyone's got their own look. There's some things connecting them like a yellow accent, some pointed shoulders, but other than that, <laughs> you're not getting much. Uh, it's, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot of fun across the history of X-Men. Um, uh, but yeah, how about we got, we got 10 each here, right? 10 each. Oof. I think it's a little bit uneven now. <laughs> oh yeah. We got, we got a few in there. We have we got a few. A few we have a good list. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll go back and forth like with, uh, it, it, we'll call it a top 10. There might not even be 10 and it's not even ordered, but we're going to call it a top 10. Uh, sure. Sure. And so let's start. With uh, your first, with your first costume here that you have presented before us. Um. Well, actually, I think the one that we're talking about—that's my worst mention. It just happened to be at the top. That's your worst mention. That's okay, I got it. All right, then I'll start with mine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going the classic Magneto design. Uh, the red and the purple together is too iconic. Uh, it's it's exactly what you look for. In, in a Magneto costume. I mean, he's had a clean look with the, like, white and silver. That's a really clean Magneto look. However, it, you just you just can't beat the classic with the the purple accent on the predominantly mm-hmm. red costume. The red helmet with the purple outline is just gas. And, I mean, I lo- I've always loved the, the chest piece that comes over Magneto that looks like it has, like, bolts in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I've always thought that looked so clean for some reason. And uh, so that was one that I, I, I had to go with early on. And I mean, like beyond the, the costume design, the, the character design itself and the way his powers look and stuff, whenever you can like see them, like in the cartoon where it's like the, the air, the waves coming off, whatever he's doing. I've always liked the way they yeah, give him Pocahontas realness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just love how thick, it looks 
like it's like he looks like royalty. He's like, yeah, like I'm going to have yeah. a cape. I look amazing. I'm going to fuck. He does. Up. He does. And I mean, like, and I it, depictions with his like his white hair. That's just beautiful. He's 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 always got a good head of hair on him too. Mm-hmm. That's always that's always coming with Magneto. He has really good keeps. <laughs> he does. He does. Yeah, and I also love like the ecstatic, like also like the big. I don't know if it's a belt. I don't know what it is that's around his waist. It's it's thick as fuck though. I it's know what you're talking like. It's it's thick. <laughs> that's that's the only thick. way to describe it. And it's like it's all. It goes from like his belly button to like mid thigh. It feels like, and it's like, <laughs> and it's it's just it just giving me like bodybuilder. But yet, I really think like everything on Magneto's body, except for like of course his I want to say latex. I don't know what material it is. I'm just gonna say latex. But um, yeah, other than his yeah. cape and his latex, literally everything on him could be a ho- like a weapon. Everything, his collar, oh, yeah. That- like the thing around his waist, his even his helmet, it could be a weapon. <laughs> and I know it's probably a lot easier for him to like. Uh, it's it's easy enough for him to lift himself up by the metal that is in his body, like his mm-hmm. iron levels and stuff. But like he's probably decking that costume out with metal just to make it a little easier. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's got to be a big ass metal belt, big ass metal helmet. Like he's got metal all up in that bitch. He's like that's got that's got to help him float and shit. Uh, he's making it easy on him, and I respect that. I just love like but yeah, yeah, that and that cape, that purple cape. I love a good cape. <laughs> and the mode will hate you, but <laughs> and, and I, I I know I, I and I got it then. The Incredibles don't need capes. There are some heroes that don't need capes, but there are a lot of heroes. Who can pull off a fucking cape? Yeah. And Magneto can pull off a fucking Has cape. anyone, like, whipped his ass by pulling him down by his cape? Has anyone ever done that? Because I don't remember I'm anything like sure. that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't either. And I'm actually looking at my whole list now, and Magneto is one of two capes, so I have eight without. Okay. So Edna Mode might not, might not be hating me that much. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Let's let's talk your next one. My first one was Magneto, uh, classic look. What's uh, what's your what's your first here? Okay, let's go to give me one second. Let's go to the iconic green and yellow rogue. X Men nineties, yes, the nineties. And you know, I'm gonna go ahead and say fuck it. That's also mine. Like that's all. <laughs> that's also on mine. So like that's that's a two for me. Yes, that'll be my two. Everything, even like in everything from like the wavy hair. To the way, like, I mean, it's just, and then, like, I love, like, one thing, see, the girls know this when the yellow is going down and the green is going to the side, it's defining her hips, man. It's defining everything. This, this, this is beautiful. Yeah, it's a, it's a very, it's very, (laughs) it accentuates her features quite a bit. And she has that, the belt on for no for sure. fucking reason, and the jacket, the jacket and the belt, like oh, bro, the jacket and the belt. There's there's one reason for that belt to be there. Yeah, and it's not holding shit up. It's not. It's for you to look at it. <laughs> it's true, and I mean like that that jacket, the jacket in the '90s cartoon is like my favorite. Mm-hmm. I like I I think that's my favorite piece of her costume, just because it's like. I don't know. It's just a fucking jacket she likes to wear. Yes. And I appreciate that. 
I appreciate that. She's just like, well, this is a cool costume and all, but uh, this is my lucky jacket. It's just like, so you wouldn't expect like, like yellow, like a golden yellow with green and brown to work so good, but she is pulling it off. And there's a lot of, I, I think uh, green and yellow for me is an underrated color combo mm-hmm. across uh, across comic media. Because uh, I remember I was playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 with, uh, with my little brother, who's uh, 11. And I would be like Iron Fist or the Dark Phoenix. And I'd rock the Dark Phoenix green and yellow suit. Or Iron Fist is always pretty classically green, green and yellow. yellow. And I loved loved the way those costumes look and i i it, and it truly is because of this color combo it's such a weird one that doesn't feel like it should work uh but if you get the hue and the tone right it can look really clean together it what's shocking about rogues particularly especially in that cartoon is how bright the green is yes and somehow making that work well it, it's, uh, it's so vibrant everything on it is vibrant but then it's incredibly vibrant. Yes. And I also, one thing I love about this illustration of Rogue, this was the most, I think, badass, but yet fun. Like, this was a Rogue that was still fun. Post Captain yeah. Marvel, post Brotherhood, but still keeping her funny wits. Like, and it's also Gambit Rogue, you know, like her and Gambit love interests. So it's like, it's a lot of history with this. And I ain't gonna cat. I'm looking at our list now, so I just want to give him a little love. That's one whose character design is classic and did not make our list. Gambit. I was thinking of that. I mean, I thought about it and I looked at all these different ones and I was like, another fascinating thing I found about Gambit is there's like not a lot of variation. It's not. <laughs> it's like all, he's yeah, it's not. He's got his look, and that's kind of it. The the long coat and the purple pink ab like chest plate well don't forget to his willy wonka look in x-men or just wolverine fair <laughs> fair it was very willy wonka <laughs> yeah yeah and see like he could be such a c- cool character to bring to life and they, they just kind of bombed that movie in general and introducing characters on the head right was the accent maybe maybe maybe, maybe. But yeah. yeah, but this rogue, even her holding this big ass thing that I don't know what it is above her head, but she just looks like she just in it to like I just love her. She is like that good girlfriend everybody needs, that homegirl you can run to. I'm not gonna <laughs> cap with you. Uh this this illustration you've sent, I think what was uh was definitely created for the male gaze. Uh I don't believe she's holding anything above her head. I think she is uh, reaching behind her head and kind of like oh, grabbing her hair. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. This is a yeah. this is a bit of a uh, sexualized portrait of Rogue. Mm. Still, I'm not a killer mad. costume. <laughs> like looking that. At co- that. I mean, like it's the same costume as the one from the '90s cartoon as I as the one that I I, I plugged into the uh, the the Google Doc here at the. Oh, you the did. Bottom. Okay. Yes, I chose the 90s animated uh rogue because and it is the same costume uh oh, just her, animated. Is it is her coat um brown or green here? Her 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 coat in the animated series is more of like an army green. Okay. And so is the belt. So there's not as much brown in the in the version of uh the one that I sent, 
but I am noticing now that the belt in yours and the jacket in yours were brown indeed. And that that's actually a really clean look. Uh, <laughs> just because, yeah. like, a brown... I, I think a brown jacket, like, it's pretty clean. Hard to go wrong. I mean, you could fuck it up with, like, black pants or something, but... <laughs> But yeah, I, I always loved the the animated series Rogue. Yes. She's definitely my favorite character design from the animated mm-hmm. series. Uh, that's that's really easy for me. And uh, I actually don't have another animated series character. Oh, wait, that's a lie. I don't want to spoil it, though. In fact, you know what? I'll go ahead and... Uh, or No, wait, you have another one to present, don't you? Um, I'll be going straight down like the order of my list that interrupted your list. Oh, we'll bounce nah, it back and forth. Nah. See, because here's the thing: go ahead and pick a random one because you, when you presented Rogue, like that's just that's one of mine too. So, okay, I'll just pick whatever a feels most one. natural um, to build upon there. Old man Logan, let's go to that. Old man, he has a brown Logan. jacket too, so let's go to him. There's the there's the link. There's the link. <laughs> Gosh, no, that old man Logan. That's. That's classic. And I know it's only a storyline that's been really relevant for, what, 10 to 15 years? Yeah, maybe? and that's like, considered new. A... Yeah, that's considered new in comics. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's that's a relatively new thing because it goes back to the fucking 1940s. Uh, but and I, I, I appreciate if there's a Logan look I, or a Wolverine look I fuck with, it's when he is Logan. Whenever he isn't donned in the the spandex and the the bright colors and stuff, but whenever he's rocking a jacket with a cigar in his fucking mouth and he's got like a wife beater on underneath that jacket, that's just that's Logan. You know? That's that's who you expect. You wouldn't That's Logan. That's Logan. It really I is. mean that's that's him before he, you know, joined the X Men. That's literally how he looked. Yeah, yeah. And I mean I love the white hair on Old Man Logan. Yes. That's just a uh, that's just a fantastic <laughs> look. And I I've also always like in in the Logan movie. Uh, I I loved his look in that. I also love the way they made like his claws coming out, or is like is like a, a process like that is hard. For it's him like erectile dysfunction. A, it's like an allegory yeah. for erectile dysfunction. Yeah, exactly. Nah, but Old Man Logan, that's just a fantastic design. I love it. And to, uh, like, one thing that, that, like, I love about, like, Old Man Logan, it looks like he doesn't look angry. Like, even throughout the calm, he doesn't look angry. He looks almost, like, sad. Like, he looks very depressed the whole time. And that's a uh, that's a hallmark of logan's character for me because there's a there is a sadness to the wolverine because i mean there's that classic line like uh i'm the best at what i do and what i do ain't pretty you know like that's he he doesn't like being the merciless killer who is just unstoppable Mm -hmm. however it's what he's best at and what it's what he's been programmed to do time and time again and he's also going to live forever. There's a sadness that comes with immortality. And I know he doesn't technically live forever, but there are points where he can't be killed. There's no reason for him to not believe that he's immortal at points. Uh, 
like so I think that there's an innate sadness that comes with uh that sort of not being able to be hurt and not being able to uh die like he 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 effectively can't die like there's only one thing that can really do that to him and it's water <laughs> yeah it's like this I, I could go on about wolverine that's I that's bet. my favorite well that's my favorite <laughs> x-men for sure well it's like with, with old man logan i really felt like this is like the only illustrate well one of the only like storylines period that really gave like a different light on logan like it really wasn't him just being like vicious even the film it was just him like trying to deal with his age and his mental state loss and yeah like like it was it was so much like i really think logan old man logan really didn't understand how much he actually feel and loved his peers and stuff until he was old man logan until it was all stripped away from him. And that's always crucial for that character mm-hmm. is like uh there I, I and that's what's awesome about his dynamic with the X-Men whenever he's all in. Because like this is a dude who is a loner, who felt like he should roll by himself all his all his life and stuff. Like so whenever he does find this family, and that's very much what the X-Men is about, is the found family aspect. Mm-hmm. He's just like the perfect defining character for the whole group. Yeah. Like this, this bitter, lonely guy who came to accept that he is he can be loved and love others. <laughs> it's just like he gives me like that that one uncle that's always distant, never come to the family reunions so or family portraits. And then when everybody like, ah, I hate people, da, 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 get off my grass. And <laughs> then as soon as everybody is dead, he's just like, you know, fuck. I could have had like a hot dog or a cookout or something with them. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm just shit. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Do you have, um, I want to, uh, I want to, I want to build on your Logan selection and I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a throwing my Wolverine, uh, selection. Go ahead. Uh, Wolverine as drawn by John Cassidy. This is a astonishing Wolverine and the astonishing X-Men from the early 2000s. Uh the it's it's my favorite take on the yellow and blue costume. And here's the thing. The reason I put this here is because I can't stand the yellow and blue Wolverine costume. Doesn't make sense to me. This do, like to me it doesn't fit the character at all. I, I like the flashiness and it's certainly a product of its time from like the 1970s. And the reason I put this here is because this is far and away for me, the best take on it. Uh, um, this the, one, correct. Oh, sorry. John Cassidy. Uh, it's yeah, the, it's the right, blue. It's right below my, uh, my, uh, it's right above your rogue selection. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Same one. Good. All right. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, there's a certain, and I don't know if it is John Cassidy's art style that really just makes this that that much better of a costume for me than his other yellow and blue designs. But uh, I, I love the way this is drawn and the way the uh, the blue is kind of tapered off in various various parts across his midsection, and I feel like this really accurately depicts the bowling ball nature of of Logan of the Wolverine, his shoulders being so incredibly fucking wide and him being so incredibly fucking short. Uh, and his, um, 
what's it called? Crow? Is it called Crow? That his helmet part? Oh, the cow. The cow. Yeah, the two Batman kissing. Like that's <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I and see that was that's that's a feature of the costume that I do get. You know, like the animalistic pointed nature of Wolverine. It makes sense to have that. It was just the color choice never made sense to me because like, I don't know. He doesn't seem like all that flashy of a guy. Like, it seemed like he's drawing attention to himself. Like he. Yeah. And it's like, that's just not something that I feel like he wants to do all that much. I've, you know what? Literally Cyclops's like blue gray tone of his costume right next to him if that was into his costume i feel like that would be more wolverine that would yeah, be more it's wolverine. like it's like it's just really vi- it's just really vibrant and I, wolverine is just not an incredibly vibrant personality so i i do think it does exude his uh brash confidence like uh you could see me coming from a mile away and you will not stop me yeah uh i think that's fair however i don't think he aims to throw his confidence in people's faces like that's like it's like if he needs to he'll show you what the fuck is up that's just kind of it but yeah i I, and john cassidy is just one of my favorite x-men artists of all time uh i have another character drawn by john cassidy on here sure shoot uh for later on oh i'm very excited to get to Uh, is that all you had to say about um wolverine yeah, that's it. I we we kind of we did a lot of talking about his character, and uh, I feel like that was that's that's more than enough for me. Okay, which one do I want to go to? Oh, do you have? Do you want to go to another one of yours? Uh, what what have you presented two? Yeah, I was gonna say so. It could be okay, easy. I've had I've had technically three because I also did Rogue. Oh yeah, um, let's go to well Phoenix Force Emma Frost. Let's go to that. Phoenix Force Emma Frost. Yes. And we'll 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 dive more into the character next month yes. with uh, Fear and Loathing and Dark Phoenix. However, I would this is a fantastic fantastic d- character design. It's I like this is this exploits the hell out of her, but she looks so so amazing. This Gold it's and a, white. It's a really, it is a really sexualized uh, right. costume. However, it's objectively a fucking cool costume. It is like it's it's. It, you know what? It kind of re- mm. literally, if you replace the skin tone to be darker and the hair to be whiter, I can see this being a storm costume. I can really see. This being I a storm. actually, in my in my quest for a storm costume, found a costume that looks a lot like this. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, and uh, it, a different different color tones and stuff in different spots, but that that golden, uh, that golden navel plate comes down over her breasts and down her midsection is incredibly thin. And uh, therefore, doing the same exact effect that Rogue's yellow thing did earlier, she just had green on the sides. Uh, (laughs) And I mean, and uh, there's already like, that's the only thing that really distinguishes it from a from a lot of Emma Frost's looks, because this this cape that's attached at the elbows and the the boots and and the uh, the forearm, the sleeves, they're uh 
those are pretty typical of of an Emma Frost look, I would say. Yeah, and very typical of a storm look. The cape to the elbows, very typical. Yeah, abs- absolutely. And uh, one thing about Emma Frost, though, is like she has always been sex appeal. Like that's literally her character is to be. She's very, but she's not like. I think it's like for me, for my sake, it's like well, not for my sake. I really feel it's not her just being like really sexual she just into her like she's she's very much confident in her body and she just like i'm that bitch that's what she gives me like she's like no one is going to touch me i'm here boom i think that comes across in all uh, all of her appearances like even in the uh even in the movies like i know that she she wasn't incredibly prevalent but like there was an obvious confidence to her. Like mm-hmm. she is hot and she knows it. Like that's, that's just one of, that's just a character trait of hers. Like, she's like, I'm, I'm, I'm the shit. What are y'all going to do? Yeah. Like, I can read your mind. I'm literally diamond skin. <laughs> diamond skin. Diamonds yes. are a girl's best friend. Like I am that. Like I am what Marilyn that's Monroe crazy. was talking about. <laughs> like, yeah. She, yeah. And this is I I I I'm a bigger fan of the uh the classic Emma Frost Same. with the the all white. However, this is a strong look with the uh, with the golden with the golden navel down the you, middle. You you know like how and I'm not going to get into this much cuz we talking about this next month of course, but like the green and the I mean not the green, the gold and the white, it kind of resembles like um Jean Grace White Phoenix of the crown look because she has yes. that exact costume. That's just what I just wanted to touch on. But since Jean and Emma yeah, Frost always go back and forwards a lot, I think Jean will be so pissed that she was around Scott with this. Like with this yeah, one. Yeah. So well and that's <laughs> I, I I've always been intrigued by the uh the whole fact that there's like a in some storylines there's a scott emma jean love triangle which could very well be happening at the same time as the scott logan jean love triangle and it's just like a weird <laughs> net that they're it's all so caught in weird and it's 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 fascinating for sure it's so fucking weird i really cannot wait to talk about that like i have so much stuff to talk about <laughs> i know i'm ready for it yeah but uh do you have one is that, yeah. is that all you got for uh, emma frost here that's all i have all right, all right. Let's see. Where do I want to go after Emma Frost here? And, you know, we were talking about the animated series design a little bit ago. So uh, I'll bring I'll bring it over to that. Uh, I, I lied when I said I thought Rogue would be my only one. I actually have three. Uh, I've got Jubilee. Oh, that's, is that up? Yep. Is that up? Yep. Jubilee. She is uh, oh, yeah, Jubilee. below my Magneto. Yeah, I, I've always loved Jubilee's character design. Uh, it's really simple, uh, really, really 80s. Like, that's the driving force behind her character is just how incredibly 80s it is. Yeah. Uh, her popping up in Apocalypse and them talking about, like, the Star Wars trilogy for a second and making a joke about how the third one's always the worst. Uh, it's 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 It was just very, very funny. And I and love Jubilee. Yeah. She's she's jubilant. She is youthful and exuberant. Like that's her whole thing. Like she's the firework power, incredible, and the yellow gloves, yellow jacket, pink goggles. Like it's just 
That is 80s as fuck, man. And I love it. <laughs> 80s as fuck. <laughs> and like one thing I like about her is like the only thing really on her that I would say is superhero-esque is the is the gloves and the way the gloves are designed. Everything else could be like a street-ish outfit. Oh yeah, that's like she straight up rocks <laughs> streetwear whenever she's fighting crime. Protecting mutant kind. Like she's comfortable. Like she has the turtleneck, like the turtleneck sweater with the high waisted mm. pants in the belt. Like that's just that's just a fit. <laughs> she's just getting off a fit. <laughs> that's literally just a fit. Like that's what she was wearing every day. The first episode of X Men, like nineties, when she was wearing when she ran into Rogue and Storm. Mm. Like she was just wearing. That. They were like, "All right, and we'll put this big ass jacket and gloves on you." Now you're a superhero. Yeah. Isn't that cool? <laughs> I can see it right now. Let me go to the store to get my outfit. Big ass ju- right. with, um, gloves and jacket. Give you me said, that. I'm going to get a raincoat. <laughs> okay, it might be wet where I'm going. <laughs> you never know. But yeah, and, and like uh, also uh, the earrings. Small little detail. That's The earrings, fun. the little button right there on her shirt. Like the, not a button. Um, What are they called? Oh man, what are they called? A little pin. Yeah. It's a brooch? Is that what it is? A brooch, yeah. yes. There you go. Yeah, brooch. And I'm like, you know what? Until you said that that was like sunglasses or goggles above her head, I did not know what that, I did not pay attention. I thought it was like a bandana because everybody was wearing a bandana as type thing. Rogue had True. one. Rogue, Rogue was Rogue having a bandana. one. Like, mm-hmm. it was all like a bandana type situation. But yeah, I think that's, I think those are like to protect her from the, the fireworks the, that she shoots out is like, uh, oh, she, she don't need all that light flashing in her eyes. Yeah. Was well, she always like the butt of the joke in like, <laughs> well, she's always the little, she's always the little sister type. Mm-hmm. She's never, like, I don't think there's a lot of Jubilee adaptations where she's like, grown uh she's always like uh the uh, on the younger side of the x-men yeah i really felt like like so, her and kitty pride was like the same like little but kitty pride like grew up like they yeah they have they're like yeah. i can't i can't even like uh, they're like i mean jubilee was pretty was relatively relevant in the uh in the comic books we'll recommend later with uh logan and the the vampires and stuff Mm -hmm. but uh and that that one she's like uh she's an adult who has moved on from the superhero life if i'm not mistaken if i remember correctly but like it's just because she is one of those mutants who can hide their ability does not have to use it it's like it's like a really particular ability you know what i'm saying like you can hide shooting fireworks out of your hands if you don't have to do it. Yeah. And also because I don't have um that character's image put up by another light character, I just want to briefly just say Dazzler. Daz- Dazzler. He's always huge in the Phoenix saga. Like that's I wasn't Dazzler trying to go a... to Phoenix. I was just thinking light. I was just thinking light powers and I thought of I Dazzler. You. I feel you. But like yeah. I, I always think of the Phoenix saga when I think of Dazzler. <laughs> that's her most relevant that's her most relevant appearance. But <laughs> Dazzler is uh, a, a, another one that like yeah. feels like uh, akin akin to uh, Jubilee for sure. Uh 
she could be brought to life in some pretty interesting ways too, for sure. If they ever wanted to bring bring her over into live action for whatever reason, yeah, just get Taylor Swift. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to briefly right. said that. Yeah, Dazzler. Yeah. But yeah, Jubilee, she's dope, and uh, I thought her animated series design is classic. It's uh, uh, not my favorite from the show, but she stands out amongst the rest for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your uh, what's your next one here? Okay, let's see. What do I want? What do I want? Okay, let's stay a little bit more on the animated side since it's also an animated cartoon, cartoon, but it's not an animated um art right now it is storm with the all white that is uh that is my next animated series uh pick yeah so there we go we both had rogue <laughs> and we both had storm which makes a lot of sense if we're being for real if we being for real. uh there those are far and away the best costumes from the animated series uh that white silver gold accented with the the big red x buttons connecting the cape it's just that's a classic look. There's there's no there's no two ways about it. You know one thing I've always wondered about this outfit was that? is this actually like real material or did Storm make it? Because I remember <laughs> in the first episode of the X-Men nineties um show, she literally just had like wind come around her and the shit was on. I just don't if was that a Superman effect or I think, see, super, like comic book properties have gotten pretty lenient with like, oh, that makes sense. Uh, but I, I, I do think that was supposed to be like a quick change thing where she was just protecting herself for a moment and then she got into a new outfit. Yeah. Uh, however, I, I don't know. It would be interesting to see if that, if that was like some sort of, molecule in the air manipulation to like create a fabric she could wear. But I, I don't know that her powers go quite as far as that. Cause then she could probably just do like Wanda and the Wanda vision shit where she's just creating shit from thin air. Yeah. I mean like it's white. So I was like, Hey, but then also red and stuff in it, but yeah, it would be very Wanda, um, Wanda vision esque. So yeah. But, um, like one, like this, this, outfit is so uncanny it's just as uncanny as the black and gold long cape it's literally as iconic like what, what was that um the black one was that um giant size x-men i believe her first appearance was in the black uh in giant size yes if i'm not but, mistaken uh, the, like the same issue where thunderbird died <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. She, she's dressed in all black okay okay with the gold yeah. accent it's just it's just basically this but inverted. Okay. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, like I love this outfit. I was gonna go with Storm with the um with the Mohawk. I was gonna go that far. I love what's that punk punk storm? Is that what they call yeah, it? Yeah, I, I would guess, but you can't you can't deny the the big beautiful white locks. You can't. That's just it's just gold there. It's perfect. I mean I also I've always I've always loved the uh like I said the white hair and that's really why the white uh the white costume works better than the black costume is because it accents her hair so so freaking well. Yeah. And her skin uh, tone and, and her skin tone too to like 
really mm-hmm. show and then with the white eyes and stuff it's like you you can really like it, it it's really well like it doesn't and it, one thing about it's cool it doesn't seem too much even though it's all over her it doesn't seem like too much uh, no yeah like it's it is interesting uh to put it that way because it was one of the things that i was like i was noticing here too is that like i i wouldn't say that this is too much white or silver or whatever at all and it's literally every inch of her body and don't forget the lightning earrings the lightning earrings the lightning earrings that's just <laughs> that's just cold that's just cold she knew what she was doing yep and then it also that the costume comes from it comes with thigh high boots that she is wearing Okay, it's not attached to the material. True, true. She gotta, she's gotta put them things on. Yeah, like it's, and then the gold belt, like yeah, yeah. This is the a gold fit. belt. That's that's hard too. That's hard. This is a fit. This is a fit. It's it's she serves, and that's like what she does every time. She just be knocking looks out of the park. <laughs> that's just her thing. This is a it and i love it i love it so much yeah it's this it. does it look the same as your storm I, is that like a subtle difference there's uh there's not subtle uh, I, I mean like my the storm that i put on here the animated one is more yellow than it is gold yeah that's, that's kind of the that's the primary difference uh but other than that it looks like the same costume yeah can we just give like like to appreciate how like storm always looks built jacked jacked like she is she is she is ripped up like rambo she is like that woman is and i thought storm is like a nudist like a part-time nudist i thought she was if i'm not mistaken she'd be up in the gym just working on her fitness yeah Yeah, but storm always iconic x-men and then iconic as well she's the first black person in the x-men team was Storm. she would have uh she would have been uh the first to be a main member of the x-men because i i think bishop came after but he's the only other one i could think of that would have given her a run from for her money uh I'm I'm fairly certain she was the first black x-men yeah because before that was only the first class if i remember yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. Giant size was the re the reinterpretation. Oh yeah, when they all quit the and say, you know what, we'll be on this island for too long. Deuces. Yep. Got you. Okay. Pretty much. Okay. I just wanted to disappoint that. Okay. I'm surprised I don't have Bishop on this list now that I think about it. I got very, very, very close to putting uh Bishop on this uh to this list. <laughs> uh he was actually he was actually almost the live action one I went with. He was good. With his he long looked, he live action, he was good. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what? Since since I d- dipped my toe in the water there with the live action, I'm gonna throw out a Nightcrawler. Okay. Let's go to Nightcrawler. I thought this was a. Uh, for me, it uh, it's the best way to bring his classic costume to life because that's obviously something they didn't touch in X2. They didn't try to go near the classic Nightcrawler costume with the red. <laughs> Uh, kind of V shape over over his uh, top half, but they they really brought it to life well, and I think that's uh, Dark Phoenix, right? Is it? Yeah, I think so because because er, he's not 
He's not rocking that in Apocalypse, I don't think. Or is he? Hey, that's Apocalypse. That's not Dark Phoenix. That's Apocalypse? No, but you remember okay. Dark Phoenix, the, the movie, they had the yellow, the yellow X's. They had the, they yeah, yeah, they did. Okay, yes, that is Apocalypse then. And uh, like uh, I was saying this off mic earlier, Apocalypse for me, far and away, uh, the best live action costume design across all of X-Men. And this is just a small example, as this isn't even one particular particularly my favorite costume from that movie however i just thought it stood out as a great uh live action interpretation of a classic costume yes like nightcrawlers i also love the the white um what is it um guard is that a white guard yeah those forearm guards yeah forearm guards yes i i it's giving me very much soccer but <laughs> yeah 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 a little bit a little but bit I and uh, like it honestly this Cause this was the scene in the end of Apocalypse while the Sentinels was coming out in the danger room. I think yes. everyone's costume looked good here. Like I really, Quicksilver had his white, Storm had hers, Jean had the yellow and blue, even though it was, it wasn't vibrant. It was very matte, but um, everyone looked good. Even uh, Mystique, so Jennifer Lawrence Mystique had the white. It, everybody was actually pretty damn good. Yeah, I and I wish they would have gone more fallen more back on that uh comic loyal live action look. Uh yeah. You know what would have been like, like amazing on your Nightcrawler if they would have had he didn't have to take him out. If you would just see the handles of two swords in his back, that would have been the right, icing on the cake. Right. That I would have got goosebumps. I would have been like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That'd have been perfect. But yeah, I the only reason I put this on here was because of just a there are a few live action interpretations of classic costumes that like really, really do it justice. And I feel like this one did it. Uh, this one did really well. Let's, how about we, uh, we stick with the live action apocalypse here and head down to your next one and mine after. Okay. I was, I was right here on her. I was going to say that. So my live action is Psylocke and I love this Psylocke. outfit because I think it's very comic accurate. I, I really think oh, it yeah. is. Except it certainly is. Um, did did the comic have more of a like vibrant purple somewhere? Yeah, it's a little bit brighter for sure. It's just uh, uh, there's only so much you can do with the vibrancy of live action costumes. I think before it becomes like a digital editing thing. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Okay. I could get that. I could get that. But everything, especially with like such a deep purple blue color. Yeah. Like I just love the detail. Like it's actually and um what is it? The like the the cloth belt around her waist. Yes. Like Yes. That's fantastic. It's giving me X-Men Beyonce, literally. But like it's, right. it's and then like the sword, and then like actually I I just zoomed in. Bro, this is absolutely something Beyonce would wear at a performance. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I ain't even thought of it like that. That's spot on. <laughs> it that's is. A it's a, actually, is a leotard. That's literally what it is. That's what Beyonce. Yeah, with just like a little bit of armor. <laughs> yeah, and I love also how like the belt. Well, actually, I don't know if it's like a belt. It looks like she just took cloth and it's like a like a curtain and just tied it around. But how long Ooh, it is, it. like yeah. I just I just love everything and the sword, like how it was in the movie, how it, how she can change it into like any form. Um, I think it was tele, I think her power is telekinetic energy in like a hard form. 
yeah, like she can, she has a similar Green Lantern power to type Gambit. Thing. Uh, she and Gambit was kind of a had a, had something similar with like the an, an ability to absorb kinetic energy in there and eject it, but he didn't have the opportunity. He didn't have the ability to form it the way that Rogue can, or not Rogue, Psylocke yeah, can. Yeah, so she is like more like a Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a real that's a really good way to put it. I like and I'm gonna tie this back to your uh your Emma Frost earlier with the the Dark Phoenix design. You see the uh like the slits in her uh boots and then on her gloves. Yes. Yes. That's, that's a that's a great, great detail and one of the things that I loved about the the Dark Phoenix Emma Frost costume. And I love I love seeing it tied back in here with uh with Psylocke's live action. Look. You know, one thing for me, and you know, you might have a different opinion because you are male, but for me, this is sexy, but it looks, I like, it's like, I don't it, really give off, like, it's sexy as hell, but it doesn't scream like, oh, this is. It's not, it's, and this is where it differs from that Dark Phoenix Emma Frost look you were. Yes. It is not male gazy. It's just, it's, it is objectively a, uh, a good looking, a good looking superhero fit uh, that just happens to also make her look madly attractive. Yeah. And can we talk about how well tailored this is to her body? Like usually when like, you know, curvy a woman, I like wearing something like this, you would see like where it's around her thighs, how you would see like, you know, plus a skin, like, like it's squeezing into it. It's perfect. Mm. It's like, I don't know if that was any, Yeah, that really is forming. It really is forming to, to her body. Like, I don't know like, if that's any type not... of editing, you know, like to it. I don't know, but like, it's, it looks very damn good. And the leather looks, the soft leather looks good. Like they just put some Vaseline on that. It was like, yes. It's true. It's true. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Psylocke, she, she, is, uh, she is one of the first thoughts that comes to mind from a pop. Oh, and the hair detail, the, the purple in the hair. I didn't even realize that. Mm, of course. Yes. That, that She's just like one of the first examples of, or foremost examples of great costume design in that live action uh, saga of X-Men films. But to uh, to build on it, yeah. with my last my last live action edition here and I think our last live action edition overall. Here we go. Uh I got Apocalypse. Uh Apocalypse from X-Men Apocalypse. And uh here's the thing. I enjoy this look a lot and I don't I'm not a huge fan of the comic accurate and loyal look of of apocalypse uh i appreciate him more toned down and not so bulky and thanosy uh or more like dark side almost from from dc you know dark like that's that's kind of the vibe yes that's kind of the vibe he puts off like he's i think he's kind of the response to dc's dark side is marvel's apocalypse i feel like they're kind of a kindred spirit but uh this live action interpretation played by Oscar Isaac, this is another one where I'm going to point out the detail, but this time, you know, in the carvings of the plates and in the carvings of, uh, like around his neck and across his chest and all down his midsection, like the amount of detail just all over this thing is amazing. And I, I'm, I mean, I'm a sucker for Oscar Isaac, so I, I, I had to include Apocalypse here. And uh I just rewatched this movie the other day actually because it is, like I've been saying, the foremost example of good costume design in the live action 
uh, X Men universe. But uh, can we just like yeah, I, one but, thing I just noticed is that you see the Egyptian symbol like on his stomach. On his stomach. I love yeah. that. I just like I I've never noticed that like till now. Well, and that's what's really fun about this conversation is it's given me an opportunity to look at the details like that wasn't particularly something I noticed before I started doing uh, a lot of research for this for this topic, like the details in his suit and the details in his suit are so fine. And there's so many of them that like it just it just looks so clean. It's like armor on, on top of armor on top of armor on top. Give give props to the to the one of the horsemen who put that shit on him as they was falling. Like she put that on right. perfect. Right. Like she... No, yeah. She's she's an underrated MVP in terms of uh, Apocalypse's uh general existence. Seriously, she was she she he must have did something to her. He must have gave her some good stuff because wow. Right. Like it's all per- even the whole. Oh, and I didn't even notice this till just now. Mm-hmm. But the the tubes that kind of plug into the back of his head, mm-hmm. they look like they wrap around his biceps and go down to his hands. Yeah, like it's going into his outfit, and it's like it's. I just realized it's like a snaking around. Yeah, 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 yeah. It looks really, really cool. Wow. Even and I don't know the practicality of that. Like I don't think that's actually serving any purpose for Apocalypse. Uh it just looks cool as fuck. Yeah, this was just for him to have all this stuff of this for like Gene to take it off. <laughs> that's a just imagine right. you get dressed up and someone just takes it off like that. Like I'll right. be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, maybe we hop on to your next one right below it. Right below, oh yeah, yep. This Jean Grey, Jean Grey. This, this is honestly one. I think maybe number two of my favorite looks of her. And I'm not gonna get too much into like the whole Phoenix side of the look, but the whole. I've never seen Jean is all this one. One thing about this look that I love is that Jean has always been. The good girl, like you know, oh, I'm gonna wear this, I'm gonna wear that. You know, I might wear a skirt, but you know what? I'm not gonna have it too long because I'm gonna go to like my jump, my jumpsuit again. This is like, oh, girl, I'm gonna have some leggings on with a phoenix symbol covering my titty, and that's it. That's all you're gonna get. <laughs> that's it. that's all. Like, nah, yeah, and this one, this one's returning to the and the phoenix. The phoenix must be lusty or something because. Uh, the Phoenix costumes are you are typically pretty sexualized, especially for women. And I don't want to act like there aren't other uh, sexualized costumes across comic book media, because if you look at any art from the 80s and 90s in comic book media, you'll see that every female superhero or villain was obviously sexualized. Very. Very. But yeah, this is a this is a. Another one that's just super fucking cool, and and that look at her arms. That's what I was about to say. Like, it's it's like it looked like it's like feathers or like some really like lava like feathers with like eagle talons as her fingers. Like it's look, it's screaming like and it like yeah, huh? I was gonna say it, it, it like kind of uh, exudes that the what the phoenix like does like like it's like it's almost like festering and like corrupting. Yeah, her arm like it, it. It's slowly taking over, sort of like that's that's really really cool. And like I just love like how it's 
this is like it looks like the suit is alive, like literally, because it's like magma in it. Like it's literally like yeah. coiling deep, and it's just like, and then the choker with like the like, come on, you have a choker on, like it's it's just so good, and also like how the um how like the phoenix head is like perfectly between her breasts, like it's just like just. I have never. I don't think I've. I'm actually. Yeah. I'm actually. I'm gonna venture the guess that this is just a fan, a fan made piece of art. It's not. It's actually. It's a comic sketch. I. I. I, What? I guarantee. I'm. I'm telling you, Colton. It is. And if I could find it, I will. I will put it in here. I'm serious, dude. The rest of this podcast, I'm going because. Because here's the thing: is that they get. This is really. This is a really modern piece of art. And they, I feel like they, uh, I don't know. You look at early 2000s comics. This could easily oh, be an I early 2000s it. work. <laughs> oh, no shit. What's it in? Um, I don't know. It's in Grant Morrison's new X-Men, The Resurrection of Jean Grey. All right. There you go. That's all I wanted. That's all. I, I needed the people to know it was a costume that was out there. Yep. And I'm going to add cool. it in just to, just so you can look at what I'm looking at, too, so you can see the comic look at it. It's literally the same. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm about to put it in here right now. It's above Zorn. Uh Oh, Oh. spoiler alert! I'm sorry. Ah, yes. This is a dope. This is okay. This is a dope, dope look. And this is a this is the comic accurate take I would have expected. But that is that is definitely just a dramatization of that look for sure. Like, uh, uh, yeah, that's a really, really cool look. Uh. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I that's. It. I like. I kind of like the head more on the comic one. Well, in the comic version, she is she is fully engulfed, yeah. in flame, and uh, that really really makes the look all the more comic booky. You know, like she's not uh, pale, fair skinned. She is fully. Ablaze. This doesn't even scream to me honestly this coming from me you know how i am this doesn't even scream jean gray to me or like even phoenix nah. it seems something more sinister like it actually looks yeah. sinister yeah they don't they don't that's one thing for the for the portrayal of the phoenix ah, i'll save it i can't i can't yeah that's why i was much. trying to not to really be like oof it's really hard we've been doing this like yeah I know. Again, and we've been doing this for three months now. Uh, every time the Phoenix comes up, we kind of shove it on down because <laughs> next month at the end of November, we will be talking all of the Dark Phoenix. That is that is the entire that is the entire premise of the episode is the Phoenix, and it'll all all of the Phoenix discussion will be there at the end of November. But yeah, this one really really brings uh, the Phoenix to life in a really uh, powerful way, uh, and definitely freaky. Should we uh, a scary a scary look indeed? Yeah. Do you want to um jump into yours or just sum up the Phoenix stuff with like one more character and that's it? Or yeah, you know what? Go ahead. Uh, sum up your last your last Phoenix character. Yeah, here. I'm. You know, guys, I'm sorry. I know I have so much Phoenix stuff, but okay. <laughs> so, but you love you love the Phoenix. Love and if you the love Phoenix, the Phoenix, and y'all will figure Phoenix. out why. It's a deeper meaning in that next podcast. So stay for that. But um, <laughs> okay, so. Jean Grey's main love interest that makes sense 
Scott Summers or the one of the Phoenix Five Cyclops. There you go. This man, don't he kind of look like Nova? Yes. Okay. That was my first thought. <laughs> okay, so we're we're here. We're here. Okay. This a black. This matte black with this chrome phoenix armor and his visor dude the visor is what always made that dark phoenix cyclops look for me because it looked like a phoenix it looked like a bird beak i just realized that yeah it looked like a bird like that's that's hard as fuck oh shit (laughs) i'm literally just noticing that no, yeah, it looks more like a bird beak. It's it's fucking cool. And I mean, I he he didn't make uh he didn't make my list, but I I also considered a Phoenix 5 member and I will uh I'll get to that later whenever I have a different version of that character out yeah. here. But Cyclops his, this is just fucking gas. It's the it really is, and there's not much else to say other than the matte black and the chrome red because it's not incredibly detailed beyond that. That it's is not, that is what the suit is about. It's simple and, but effective. That's it's just, ooh. and that and see that's something that Cyclops uh, lacks a lot of across his costume design is that his uh, his costume is always simple, but it's not. It's never like too incredibly cool. Like it's like. He is always the one that looks like he's wearing a soldier suit, typically. Like, it's just like he's just dressed up as you would expect a normal person fighting alongside the X-Men would be sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's what it feels like for me. I mean, because most of uh, his design is in his visor, because that's really, like, the biggest attribute that he can... Absolutely. That is where his character is really brought to I would love to see a live action of someone wearing this and someone wearing the jean costume we just talked about. Them two together wearing these costumes would look so sexy. Oh, God. They would be powerful. They would be powerful. That looks so sexy, but... And you know what? If there's anything that, like, I would be, like, MCU likes to take some like big ass swings every once in a while. If they wanted to adapt that Avengers versus X Men, like to live action, I'd be like, I'd, I'd, that'd be like a wet dream. Not gonna cap. I would. I feel like if you would see that, you would be like, Aurora is dying somewhere right now. Like, I'm like, she's dying a real death. Yes, I'm like dying over. First of all, this. Whoever they need to get to be Scott in that needs to be jacked. I'm talking like Captain America, like when he first came out, jacked. Well, and that that's another one of those reasons that Cyclops costume design is relatively boring is he's not like he's typically not a jacked dude. He is just <laughs> he's typically a pretty lanky, normal guy. And so like his costume design kind of reflects that most of the time. However, in this adaptation and what the Phoenix Force does to Scott is make him fucking i honestly think the 90s scott was when he really got jacked isn't it oh yeah he starts bulking up yeah you know he gets the big chest and the large arms and stuff and uh for sure but yeah that 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 cyclops look is just strong uh but yeah that wraps up your phoenix five right no more no more birds no more birds all right i will say if there was another member of the phoenix five i was gonna take it was Colossus. I need to go say Colossus. Uh, and that's my, that is my, 
That's my next one is the classic, the classic take on Colossus, uh, drawn by Dave Cockrum. If you can find it, you know, the chrome, the chrome skin and the, the red, uh, wrist clasps and the, the red pointy shoulders coming to a point accented by the yellow to really get you reminiscent on those good old Soviet days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, it's, it's the perfect combination of being straight to the point. And getting a little background on the character. Like, yeah, I look at this guy and I'm like, yeah, he's probably Russian. I just noticed he's like, his skin is showing a lot. Oh, yeah. Like, he's like, he's got a lot of leg coming out of that costume. Man. And the sides, like, too. Like, I forgot. Oh, yeah. He's got, like, he's got his, his sides are exposed. Like, that metal is his skin. I just, like, realized that. Like, and I always knew that, but that's, he's wearing a leotard with thigh high boots. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like this, this is kind of a serve. It's, it's like he's looking, he's, he's, he's getting a little flamboyant. Arnold Schwarzenegger. It. It, That's what it's giving me. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. Right. <laughs> he's got the bodybuilder thing going on. But, uh, I, I love, I love the look and, uh, I, I don't have a ton else to say about it. If you, uh, know anything about the X Men, if you're here and you envisioned Colossus, that's exactly what I'm, what I'm talking about. Because, uh, Colossus has a pretty universal Can look. Can we just say one thing uh, about Colossus that he looks so menace? Like, he looks like he could fuck you up, and he has one of the biggest hearts in the X-Men. Oh, he's such a sweetheart, dude. That's that's really what this makes this character hit home for me, is that he is just a big, menacing brute. And then you talk to him for, like, two seconds, and he's like, I do not want to hurt anybody. Please, <laughs> stop. Yes. All he cares about is really his baby sister, and that's it. Like, don't, don't mess with the ex right. or my don't sister. Fuck with baby sister. That's it. We don't got, we don't got no, we don't got nothing. I, this yeah. is not what the X Men are about, Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love Colossus. Yeah, he's a classic. Uh, what, what, what's, uh, what's next on your, on your docket here? I will go to. I'll go get to him later because that's a perfect blend for me. Let me see. Um, Angel and Archangel in one image. <laughs> Angel and Archangel. I and I almost went with this the Archangel because it is just so. That is a fucking look right there, and like that's one of the more iconic X Men costume designs. Is Archangel? I'd say Archangel looks fucking amazing. And like, and the one, the real reason why, even though this is, he has never looked like that with like one side, like he he never looked like Two Face. But the reason why is to show like how bad as Warren got when he became Archangel. Like he he literally like his wings, like everything on him can hurt you. That's the thing. Like he's the archangel. And I mean, like as like brought to life in like apocalypse, it, it's by apocalypse, right. That he becomes archangel. Yeah. Pretty much every. Yeah. In apocalypse. Yes. Yeah. Without yeah. Mrs. Sinister, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, whenever he's, he becomes just a, a weapon of destruction and like, you wouldn't gleam that from the way he looks, you'd be kind of like, ah, oh, this dude's about to like break dance in the middle of a disco. But like, like that's the vibe he gives me. And then he's actually like, nah, I'm a murder you. <laughs> like all he got to do was like flick his wings out and like five fucking shards of metallic feathers. This comes out. But one thing I liked about 
the animation and also um like when he was you know in cartoons and then also when he's in comics they when he's archangel he never really flaps his wings unless it was in like the movie he did but when he was archangel always seemed like his wings were just out and he would just go yeah like he didn't need to flap yeah. he said no we don't do flapping here we do soaring we don't do flat we do soaring no we flat. don't flat we soar <laughs> that's what no flat that's what he's Zone. giving me like right. even his costume design like with mr sinister hooked him the fuck up it's true like if mr sinister was not sinister i will go for him for my like costume also like how his um you see how like one side is just like a normal eagle wing and but also on archangel it curves up like it's like he has that bone area sticking out mm, yeah like it, it's just oh my god he just looks i just oh my goodness he makes my womanhood tremble when he's archangel <laughs> like, <he just laughs> Ar- i mean like i don't want to cap like, there's only one reason I don't like Warren Worthington, and it's because he's a little bit of a prick. Yeah. Like, a little bit of a rich, rich pretty boy prick. Yeah. But boy, oh boy, is he a pretty. He is pretty. pretty. He is pretty. That is an attractive man. <laughs> like, I knew when, that like, in the first, man. um, the first ever, um, what was it? Uncanny, Uncanny X-Men was the first, adi- was the first ones, right? Yeah, I knew yeah. Cyclops okay, had yeah. to be a little intimidated when Warren was hitting on Gene. Like, damn, he got right. money and he cute and he built right. and he literally is an angel. Damn. <laughs> like, see, the only thing for me, like, I, whenever I think about Warren Worthington, I can't help but think about when Giant Size, like, whenever that that whole storyline gets wrapped up and he's ultimately like, "Man, fuck these guys. They ain't the X Men. We're the X Men." And it's like, come on, dude. Uh... Ain't this what y'all were trying to stop? This this like staunch contrarianism where you're like, nah, it's us, not them. A privileged mutant. <laughs> a privileged <laughs> what it is. But you know, even though his personality could be such a fucking douche, like oh, like Carlton's favorite, you know, fuck this guy. But <laughs> but his costume is archangel. Mm, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I'm a. I'm a go on to my next one. Yeah, sure. I got. A, I got cable. Cable. Let me go up to that. And he'll be. Uh, he'll be below Jubilee and next to my storm. Oh, I see it. Oof. Yeah. This is a. This is a classic look for me. And the this one, I'm. I'm a sound like a little bit of a a, a a hypocrite because you might look at this and go, well, hey, this is one of Cyclops' costumes, and uh. There's a reason that's like kind of purposeful, though. Is like he's he's Nathan Summers. He's a he's a distant uh, distant descendant of Scott. Yeah, and uh, it's really the metal arm and the yellow eye. That shit. Uh, that's just cool. Like he's one of those characters who came out of that nine that late nineties like techno GI Joe. Where like yeah, like <laughs> he's just like a mesh of like several different things, and it comes together really, really. Uh, I mean, a little cornily, but cool. I think he's. I think he's just like a, a a big menacing brute who will who will put a cap in your ass. That's just kind of. I the just deal. don't like, and I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, it looked like Cyclops, but if Cyclops was in this, it doesn't give me the same effect as Cable. 
Like, no, certainly not. And I mean, like, there's a because I mean, Cyclops. Along, I, I'm generally talking about like the straps that come over and the uh, the he he wouldn't be rocking the big ass boots or he the would. leg or the leg uh, holsters there. But uh, he he rocked that the straps over his shoulders, but he also went uh, long sleeve with it because he doesn't have the absolute fucking cannons that Cable does. Um, like he he doesn't have like the arm titties enough for <laughs> you right. know that that outfit. But Cable with the gun and then all these like pockets that probably has like hella ammo or whatever the fuck yeah. he has in it. It's just. And it also the like the eye is wait um the eye doesn't that produce like a laser or something if I'm not mistaken it, I think there are some stories where it can but I don't think it's one that's acted on a lot okay but anyway uh, like just put Josh Brolin Thanos into this outfit and he looks amazing I mean Josh Brolin whenever like whenever he was in Deadpool two as as Cable I was like. I was like, fuck yeah. And he looked, he looked cool and it was a good, it was a good fit for the role. But I I think that if they would have gone a little flashier with the costume, it could have gone so much better. Like what? I mean, coming from the future, I don't think it's uh, that far of a stretch to say that like their, their stuff could have gotten a little bit more. And honestly, in Deadpool, that flashy suit could have worked. A Deadpool would have just shitted on him the whole time. Like this is how flashy yeah, exactly. it looked. He made fun of him for it mercilessly. Deadpool <laughs> like, would have been in his ass. <laughs> like, oh, I just know it. I don't have Deadpool on my list at all. I, I almost I I thought about it, but I didn't end up pulling the trigger on Deadpool. And actually, looking, I think I only have one left. Oh, okay, sure. How about you? What What about you? How many you got left here? I think I just I only have two. I only have two. All right, then let's hit let's hit one of yours real quick. We'll hit mine and we'll finish it off with yours. Okay, um okay, which one do I wanna do? Okay. Um so Professor X with his helmet, the House of X, Professor X. Ah man. See, this is a uh is a really interesting choice because this is this is like a brand new Professor X design. This is this is fresh off the presses within the last few years. Uh, and it's one that it, it took me a second before I really, really became a fan of this look. Whenever I first saw it back in like 2019 or 2020 or whatever. Uh, but it's grown on me immensely because like you just got a portable Cerebro on your head, bro. You just got a portable Cerebro? A portable fucking Cerebro. And that looks scary as shit. <laughs> no, yeah, he looked freaky. He looks fucking insane. <laughs> he, he looks fucking insane. Like, I'm serious. Like, don't come in my fucking house with these fucking flowers with that helmet on. Like, don't. Like, are you trying to freak the fuck out of like, me? Like, I would have punched the shit out of him. Like, what is you doing? Like, why do you look <laughs> like that? Like, no, that's a uh, like that's a classic. I right would there. love more Matagra to be like Charles. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, just being like, <laughs> get that shit off your head. <laughs> like, get that shit off your fucking head. Like, what the fuck? Like, 
She opens the door and is just like, ah! like you had to put that shit on you. You couldn't have like a battery pack in your side with like lines going to your temples. I would have took that, but no, you had to put the fucking like Charles. Oh, my. You look. He just looks scary. It's like, how do you even see? <laughs> you sent like here's the thing about this costume that's always been interesting to me is that it kind of removes the whole um consent based mind reading that I feel like he's been big that rule yeah because I feel like it just like automatically projects him to be able to perceive where people are and know where everything is and like just kind of like like do you live reading people's thoughts like I have him zoomed up the helmet and it's giving me fucking chills because he is grinning in this like it's the grin it's the grin yeah like what the fuck is wrong with you you know what would be so cool if like Cyclops had like this helmet and it get like off a big ass beam of an X like a big X beam that's Ooh, what it that's what it's giving to me like it, it's giving that like it, it just a portable cerebro on your head that gotta look like that? Why couldn't it be in the shape of a C? Like, it could have been anything. <laughs> like, it could have been anything. He looks, he just, he, that's the only thing I can say about this. It's, it's just how creepy he looks. And it's so different. It's so vastly different. No, that, that was one of, that was another thing that I respected about this choice from them is it is such a hard pivot. From what you know Charles Xavier to be. Because like this this version of Charles can also walk. He's he a walk, uh, yeah. He's not a he's not a, a wheelchair. And bound. he's kind of fit. You know, he got the definition right here. So I'm like. It's a, it's, and he got the nerve. See, I'd say he's a good looking man, but I don't know. And he got the nerve to have a fucking flower pot. Like, Charles, put that shit down. Like <laughs> he's like trying to like you look at this like he's like trying to take attention away from his helmet. Like yo, he's like, hey, have you guys seen my flowers? And everyone's like, Charles, shut the fuck up. What's that on your head? That looks scary as shit. Like it just it just does, and that's like all I have to say about it. I'm I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you. I'm uh I'm running on limited time. Here, yeah. So I'm going to uh run to my next one here. Okay. Uh, I'm going my last one. I'm going beast as seen by uh John as drawn by John Cassidy. Uh this is the perfect combination of the uh the feline aspects that we discussed on our uh something blue episode. That that in his face, the the feline aspects of it combined with just the the man like he is so clearly just a furry blue man when you look at his shoulders and stuff. Like I think it's a, uh, I, I, this is my favorite interpretation of Beast. I just love uh, like how it stops right here, like it stops right like yeah. under his underarms, like and it stays yeah. up. So it's like, and that's literally it. Cause his feet and stuff is out. So it's like, yeah, his feet and his shins, like it goes down to like below his knee and then right below his chest, and like that's it. That actually, and was, I, I, I've yeah. always really, I, I, I really enjoy it, and I don't know what it is. I think it's just that it's really like original. I, I, I wouldn't anticipate it. It feels kind of weird, and I like that about it. It's very weird, and it goes like in his in his feline face. Of course, that's my favorite. You know, 
how beasts look. It's the feline. I love the feline. I love that. And it's, you know, he also looks very ferocious in this outfit. And he's also, he, he does. He looks menacing. And I think that's important for the character. Another one of my favorite things about this specific illustration here by John Cassidy is the way that his, his fur over the top of his head is coming down like long hair over his mm-hmm. face. And it's like, I, you're not like, it's like weirdly sexy, but you're not like attracted to it. You're just like, damn, that's a, that's a good look for the beast. Yeah. Like, boy, you got some conditioner or something. Cause you looking kind of moisturized. Right. Like it's, that should look good. Yeah. It don't look oily like, enough. They, they be trying to get that in them Pantene commercials. <laughs> it's given that like, and I also love the, um, um, I don't, it's not a bracelet. Um, the, no, yeah, the wrist, the wrist guard. The wrist guard, yes. It, like, I love how that's just right there. Just because, like, just because. <laughs> it's just, just because. there. I think he was looking a little bit too blue. So he's like, yeah, let me slap these on. Boom. Right. <laughs> that's, yeah. And I like how there's a zipper in the front. So he just puts it on, zips it up right there. And it doesn't like, just right, tangle yep. in his hair at all. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> He's got to have he's got to have some sort of a uh, undershirt getting rocked underneath it. I gotta guess. I gotta hope. Yeah, like or not undershirt. Like what would that even be? Underwear. Oh, he just, just shaved that whole part of his body, and that's it. Just shaved like, his whole it. patch of his body. That's, right that's there. it. <laughs> he just a blue ass man right there. <laughs> that's fucking funny. Yeah. All right, but yeah, that wraps up that wraps up my top ten here for the uh, for the X Men. You want to throw out one more for okay, you? Okay, and my final one is oh, I forgot my honorable mission. But if you want it, like we could throw that out. We'll, we'll do that next. We could do that. Okay. Well, actually, I mean, like that'll be pretty topical next month. It will. Okay, so I could just okay. I'm not really pressed on it. We'll save it. Okay, so my final one bouncing from that creepy ass Professor X is Zorn, and Zorn, Zorn is kind of confusing because I don't is that Magneto. It, it is, is Magneto. Yeah. Okay. Because I remember some illustrations that say he had like a star forehead or some shit. Like it was very... Um... It's it, His whole storyline is pretty unclear to me. And it's one that I, I actually... I've only read once and it was like a year and a half ago. And I, I remember not being like a huge fan. I do love the character design. But I remember being like seeing the twist, and I'd already known it and stuff, so it was already going to be underwhelming. But yeah, like that—that that is that is Magneto in that costume. But that helmet, uh, that him and Professor X with these fucking helmets, and then also the metal, like the metal chains or whatever it is going around his chest. That just looks. Oh yeah, I didn't even notice that. That's, it just looks, and like how his face have like um. He kind of reminds me of Penis. I don't know why, but it gives me a Penis look to the helmet. Cause it looks like he's in pain, and it just looks. Um, I get you. I get you. Yeah, I. I uh, it gives me like a uh, like a weird demented um, and already kind of demented, but like I feel like this could be like a Taskmaster helmet. I can this you know what this looks like? Mr. Sinister kidnapped Magneto and made him a new suit. Like I just a helmet. Right. There you That's go. That's literally what it looks like. And how his hands look all bruised up and his 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 like how how one of his shoulders don't even look all the way formed. He just looks 
crazy. He's a little, he's a little freaky. Yeah. And that's like all I have to say about him that he just looks fucking weird. <laughs> I like that. Uh, I like that we went with like the weirder choices here late in the yeah, game. Yeah. It, it was a nice, you know, touch up at the end. <laughs> yeah. We had, we had, we had plenty of the classic costumes throughout, but we got, we got a few of the, uh, few of the weird ones in, which I appreciate. Yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. Uh, I only have uh, one last thing on top of our costume designs okay. here. Uh, I wanted to recommend exactly one horror uh, X-Men read for the for the people. And I know that I put, I put you on a, a few weeks back too, but the Curse of the Mutants arc uh, is fantastic. Amazing. I can't say I can't say enough about it. And uh, if you like vampires, which to be frank, it's not like a expressly my favorite spooky topic of uh, vampires uh this was really compelling though and uh you get you get some tie-ins with uh with blade and uh, i think uh gambit and storm and randomly some... have their own little off one-off shoot here like it's a uh it's a it's a fun read and yeah and, uh and you got like... there's there's what oh what you was gonna say I was going to say, what is there like, there's like five comics in the main run, the Curse of the Mutants X-Men run, but there's also a bunch of ancillary issues that you can read and plug in in different spots between issues and stuff. Like there's also an, a, a uh, Namor. Oh yeah. Namor. Yeah. Uh, he comes in too. He, he has a tie, he has a tie in, uh, arc too. Like it was just, it's, it's a fun one. And if you're looking for something to get started here in yeah. the, Spooky times of Halloween. And if you are a Cyclops fan, this is one of the best leadership roles of Cyclops ever. Just read it and you'll know what I'm talking about. And if you're a fan of M. Night Shyamalan films, of his twist endings, this is a good one. So, yeah. Yeah, it has, it'll definitely, uh, it'll definitely give you a good old twist there at the end. But, uh, yeah, I don't have much else to say here for the Halloween Spooktacular. You got anything else you want to throw out there, Aurora? That's what, just to say, like, X-Men definitely gave, for it to be one team, I think, that is a fantastic team of costumes, period. And having their own, uh, yeah. like, how, how they all look, like, okay, like, the Avengers, of course, they have their, you know, they a team, and they have their different looks that are iconic. But the X-Men somehow can look so different. Each member has their own different, unique look, and you can still tell the X-Men. You know that's the team. You know that's, you know the, that's team, the team. You know that's the team. And I always loved the falling back on the yellow accent to kind of to, to tie it all together. Like, that's that was always the the main thing that tied it all together was uh, the, the yellow and different shades mm-hmm. of blue. And uh, I, I, I loved it. I, and I can't say enough about uh, the character design and across all of X-Men comics. However, I have just a couple minutes before I have to leave. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. <laughs> I will, uh, I will, I will call this the end here of the 140th episode of the Penny Bloom podcast mutants monthly edition. Number three, the Halloween spooktacular. I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Aurora Carter. Thank you very Thank much you for always bringing me back. I love it here. I'm, I'm so glad to have you and I'll have you on next month and the month after and i mean we'll be talking pretty soon uh over the over the new marvel movie that comes out in less than two weeks yes uh eternals uh yeah we'll definitely be getting we'll be getting back on a pod before our next mutants monthly to talk about eternals again and uh i cannot wait for that so i'll i'll, I'll talk to you then for the Eternals. okay
If you, uh, if you would, I ask that you go to patreon.com slash Bloom, where you'll find like uh, 19 hours of exclusive content. Head to uh, Twitter, follow at PennyBloomPod, follow Instagram at PennyBloomPodcast. And uh, remember, peace, love, and bloom, and always praise the Phoenix Five's costume choices. Ha <laughs> ha!